Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast as we podcast from UC Health Training Center here. What day is this, Sean? Sean Drotar joining me on the podcast for the uh, training camp day. What feels like, I don't know, it's all a blur at this point, Sean. Yeah, well, it ends up being a, a blur for players as well. But we this is this is the week what actually matters because you have a game this Saturday. So an opportunity for the Broncos to start installing a, an offense to an extent and get ready for some game planning, even though not very many guys are going to play for all that long. And we and I hold in my hand the very first depth chart 2018. You can hear it. We're going to talk about that depth chart today. Something that maybe shocked us, maybe one that uh, was a big surprise, maybe not so many surprises uh, all today on the podcast. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump from Tap 14. You go up to that rooftop. Sean, I know you've been up there. Oh, yes. You get those fantastic burgers, the 70 Colorado beers on tap, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. They've got brunch on weekends, which is great because – uh, this is basically the first week with football every single week from now on until February. So you make Tap 14 your location. The rooftop during the summer, fall is tremendous. And an appetizer that I've been talking about on the podcast, the uh, candied bacon. Oh, that Have you is tried good. that? Oh, oh it's yes. tremendous. Yes. So you get one of them, I tell you what, and then, of course, one of the 70 Colorado beers on tap as well, too. Tap 14, 1920 Bleak Street. Go to the website. Tap 14, spell out the word 14 for me, tap14.com. We've also been talking about it, too. We may bring up some statistics today uh, from Pro Football Focus, who's a new friend of the – statistics. Yeah. Oh, I know you're a stats guy. Pro Football Focus, they're a new friend of the program. We really appreciate them, and they've got a ton of stuff going on because fantasy – this is the month for fantasy drafts. And I know you're a fantasy geek. Already drafted once already. There you go. They've got all kinds of great statistics, that deep analytics – that's going to get you the uh, the right pick. You know, you're going going between player A, player B, and you're like, you're not really sure. Let these statistics from Pro Football Focus be the difference. So go check them out, Pro Football Focus on the web, the Edge Elite memberships, all kinds of great stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. Hey, Sean, let's talk about this depth chart. Oh, okay. Let's do it. What surprised you initially? Uh, and I guess we'll go, we'll go through all the starters really quick here, basically. Uh, Sanders and Demarius Thomas will start at wide receiver. Your offensive line from left to right is Bulls, Leary, Paradis, McGovern, Valdir. I don't think there's really any surprises there. Uh, Jeff Hireman is your starting tight end. We may talk about that for a second. Uh, Devontae Booker is your starting running back. And Case Keenum is your starting quarterback. So as far as the offense goes, don't want to leave out Andy Janovich to fullback. Any surprises? I, I would say no. The, the only thing I, I guess would be a surprise, it's very minimal, because yeah. uh, is Bradley Chubb being listed as the starter? I'm not stunned by it, but it's a little surprising. And uh, seeing uh, Philip Lindsay as the number one kick returner this early in, I think those are the only two things that are surprises. But even those are reasonably mild surprises. The starting defense looks like this. It's going to be Derek Wolf, Damata Pecco, Adam Gotsis, and like you said, Bradley Chubb as well, too, on there. Uh, Von Miller, Todd Davis, Brandon Marshall, Bradley Roby, Chris Harris Jr., Darian Stewart, Justin Simmons, all guys we expected. But Chubb, you know, I almost kind of thought that this was going to be one of those situations where Chubb deserved the starting spot but wasn't going to get it because the the whole NFL pay-your-dues thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes with, with rookies, they like, 
putting them down the depth chart a little bit, only because they'd like to you know, make sure that these guys understand that nothing is given, everything is earned. And that wouldn't have surprised me uh, had they done that at all. It surprises me a little that they didn't, given that you have two veteran guys that have both have been productive uh, in front of him. But the Broncos have been consistent on this since they drafted Bradley Chubb. They talked about how he was going to start. He was going to start at linebacker. Mm-hmm. They said it immediately, and they've stuck with that ever since. Let's go to special teams really quick before we go back and, and look at some of these different ones. Uh, of course, McManus and King will be your kick yeah, there returner. There aren't even any competition in camp for those No, guys. correct. Kick returner is Philip Lindsay. Anything there? I love surprises it. Surprises you? No. Well, Stuns it, you? It, it surprises you me. You like the move? I, I like it, and it's, it surprises me only because I didn't think he'd get there that quickly. But judging by the way he's played, Lindsay has, has been a very, very effective guy in camp. He's had up days and down days like everybody does in practices, even Case Keenum has that. or Demary Feels Thomas. like he's, yeah. But he has been uh, explosive. And what I think, the best the best thing I could describe for Lindsey when looking at the whole package, not just the return package, is he's been responsible. Uh, he's a willing blocker. He will get in there and block. Uh, he, he's doing everything they want him to do. It's not like he, he forgets sure. parts of the game. And so I think. With the it's fundamentally sound. Right. And I think the Broncos are looking for something like that. They don't want a a specialist, a guy who's only going to be able to, to return kicks for you and have no other contributing factor. And in Lindsey's case, look, you can add to the running back depth that way too. Well, and you talk about specialist. Isaiah McKenzie is the punt returner. And uh, I'm looking at this wide receiver list, and he's he's, uh, he's, he's nowhere to be found. He, he is uh, down on that list. He basically has to make this team as a premier punt returner. Can, De- can Denver afford that? Though, I, just just him being a specialist. In my opinion, no. No. Uh, River, River Craycraft is ahead of him as a wide receiver. And he's basically... He's on the same line as Bryce Bobo. Yeah, and he's who was gaining, just brought and Craycraft's up. gaining on the on the punt return position. He's right behind McKenzie already, so he's ahead of him wide receiver, behind him only at punt return. Uh, I think that in this case, no. I, I don't think that, that McKenzie is a luxury they can afford. Moreover, I'm not really convinced that, that they want him anyway. I think the Broncos would have loved him to be this explosive, Devin Hester, game-changing type of guy. But I think last year, the, the inability to catch and hold on to the ball and even sometimes make the right decisions on the punt return, fielding him too deep. Yeah, I, I think I think basically there isn't room for someone like that, when you, especially when you look at the depth of wide receiver that this team has. It's one of the deepest positions on the roster. Well, and I'll also add, too, with running back. I mean, I would love to see this team keep four running backs. You've got to keep them all. And you can do that if you... But you can't have luxury positions like that at Phil Emmett. Exactly. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Of course, we're presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field and our friends at Pro Football Focus, new friends of the program. Be sure to check out Pro Football Focus on the web. Uh, Let's go to the offense. Uh, Running back, Devontae Booker is your lead guy. Royce Freeman to D'Angelo Henderson, three. Any surprises here, or is this basically I think this was going to how it was going to play out? Yeah, that's exactly what I expected. I, however, do not expect it to last. I think by the time this season starts, Royce Freeman is the starter. It's an open competition. So, I mean, Royce Freeman certainly nipping on the heels. Uh, I I still, I said this last year, I still want to see D'Angelo Henderson. Like, I, I, I don't understand why there is such a – why can't we see him in a limelight position? Well, you know, he fumbled last year on that touch and then got put in the doghouse there. That yeah, happens sometimes. and I get it. But in preseason, he was great. Towards the end of the year, in that final game, he was great. 
He looks good in practice. Well, like he's doing everything he it's needs. It's a new preseason. I think you're going to see him. I think you're going to get a chance to see him, and he'll have a chance to, to kind of shine out there because the odds are he'll be playing against some backup guys and uh, against a very tough Minnesota Vikings defense. You certainly have a better chance against the backups than you do their starters. Wide receiver, you got the two veterans up top. Of course, Manuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, Deshaun Hamilton, and uh, Cortland Sutton, the next two wide receivers. No, so su- no surprise given what we've seen out here. Three, four, four, three, however we want to slot them. Yeah. Um, Cortland Sutton looks good, man. Cortland they both Sutton look good. Now, Cortland Sutton looks like a, a physical – I mean, he's a physical specimen. He has uh, – quite frankly, I'm not making the direct comparison, but physically he reminds me of Calvin Johnson yeah. in that he's bigger than everybody else out there, can out-jump everybody else out there. Now, I'm not suggesting he will be Calvin Johnson. There's there's not very many guys but I'll, like but that. But I'll say this, too, because you it, it's one thing to have a big body. But it's also to have good instincts. You yes. know, we've seen big wide receivers out here before. Uh, just dating back, I don't know, Ashley Lily was a big body who was out here, 6'4". But didn't have good uh, skills attacking the ball at the point of attack up top. And, and I think Sutton has that natural gift. That natural gift and ability to have great body control, know exactly where he needs to be, knows exactly when he needs to attack the ball and where, and and sizing up guys who are up against him. And and I know he's going up against lesser cornerbacks in some roles, but we've also seen him snag balls over Bradley Roby too uh, and make him look bad. Yeah, Uh, I think what you see with him, that's a good observation, Ronnie, is that he doesn't catch the ball, he goes and gets the ball. And there is a difference. Uh, and and you, you can win with both, but those guys that can go get it for you, that tends to be a big weapon in the NFL. What he has to work on is being more precise with the routes. It's, sure. one, th- it's one thing when you're in practice and they can't hit you and they can't hit your quarterback, but, but when the actual game happens, you have to be precise on your routes so your timing routes work. You have to get that. So Sutton, let's not crown him just yet. Sutton needs to work on that part of his game. Uh, on the other side, Deshaun Hamilton, who you mentioned the other uh, Broncos rookie wide receiver. Hamilton is actually a very polished route runner already. Yes. So it uh, doesn't have all the physical gifts that Sutton does, of course. But Hamilton's going to be effective, too, because guys who are can be where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there are immediately valuable as well. Tight end position, Jeff Hireman one, Jake Butt two. I expect this to flip-flop at the end of the I'm not preseason. Sure, I'm not sure Jeff Hireman's on this team Yeah. by the time – the season starts. Uh, did not practice today, by the way. He was out Doesn't earlier track, yeah. today. He was uh, stretching around, seeing if he could go. Can't go. But has looked great in camp. And and I feel like there's kind of a natural chemistry that's starting to build between him and Case Keenum. I just I well when they're, they're, I think time has run out for Hireman. When you're out there, that's the catch. You have a new quarterback, so it's a chance chance for these guys all to reset. Jake Butt, even though he missed all last year has as much experience with the Broncos quarterback as Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. Sure. So, yeah, there sure. can be an opportunity for these guys to kind of sync up and get into a little bit of rhythm. And that's a bad break for Jeff Hireman, who's you know had his share of bad breaks already. But the, the timing just could not be worse for him. And then the perception of that he's injury-prone, fair or not, that these are things that might be really difficult for him to overcome. But I, I think the Broncos are – it's kind of funny. one point where they basically hand the job to, to Bradley Chubb, they didn't want to do that to Jake Butt. They wanted to leave Hireman there as their returning player. But uh, this is a, a spot where I agree. I think Jake Butt, at this point, does not have much of a hurdle to clear to be the starter. And I expect that he will be the starter. Yeah, absolutely. I, t- I totally agree. Let's go to the defense where uh, one of the things, when you look farther down the depth chart, that kind of surprised us, so maybe not so much you, because you guys were talking about it this morning on your morning show, Mornings 5280 on My Life Sports, Tremaine Brock. 
Isaac Yadam and Brendan Langley is behind them. What's going on here? Well, I think that represents the way they've looked. Does Langley make this team? It might be close. He's he's vulnerable. I, I think if you have uh, Tremaine Brock needs to get healthy, but it, the presumption is he will. You have Roby Harris uh, Brock if he gets healthy. Yadam. These are these guys are to my mind are locks. After that, look, Marcus Rios played sparingly last year, and uh, arguably in the time he was out there looked about as good as Langley. So I think when you start getting into account of, of the dollars too, it's not that Langley makes a ton, but he makes more than Rios. Uh, guys like Rios, guy, um, uh, uh, C.J. Smith is listed at the same depth as as Langley. He's and Langley's at a spot where if he goes out in the preseason and he he shows some things, he's probably okay. And but if he doesn't, and one of the guys behind him does, he could be in a heap of trouble. But this could also be a thing of give and take as well too, because there's a lot of safeties I like on this team. Uh, Justin Simmons, Will Parks, Darian Stewart. I really hope they do keep Darian Stewart uh, on this team. Oh, I'd be uh, surprised. Su- if, uh, I don't think they're moving away. Su- well, a lot of people have been talking about it. I I think it's I think it's just made-up nonsense. I do, too. I don't know why you would get rid of him. Uh, Suwa Cravens comes in with this weird situation now where he's going to be a safety, but also cover well, tight ends, that's, linebacker That's kind ass. of a position of the future for the NFL, and, sure. and they have one, so I think they're going to be excited about what he can bring and mix and match a little bit. And then, uh, I like what I saw from Jamal Carter last year. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure you'd be in a huge hurry to get rid of him, especially if and Demonte perhaps Thomas after too. the year. Yeah, Demonte so, Thomas has been good. I think after the season, the Broncos may very well move away from Darian Stewart, so that's the catch. Do you do you want to lose a Jamal Carter, who you think could be your backup long term? Well, you're going to have to make some tough decisions down there. It's going to be uh, interesting to follow. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports. You can check out previous podcasts at MileHighSports.com. That's where we've previewed each and every position on this team prior to training camp, and of course now we are in training camp. Let's talk really quick because preseason is coming up. Uh, first game this weekend. Who on this team has the most to lose? Who who could potentially lose their job this weekend? Because it's one thing here in training camp uh, to be doing the drills and look good or not so good. But uh, once in game, uh, the guy who really stands out to me that absolutely needs to come running out of the gate and, and maybe figuratively, literally, is Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, that's got to be the first guy. He has to have guy. a flawless preseason. Yeah, he's he's the the guy that's at the most risk. If you're talking about getting back towards the edge of the cliff. I think he's the guy that's at the most risk that could lose a spot. Uh, that said, you know, if, if you look at spots in this depth chart that could flip even after only one preseason game, I mean, I think there are a couple. I think the Devontae Booker-Royce Freeman situation could sure. be pretty fluid. I think uh, that's a roulette for the entire preseason. Yeah, I think that's going to be a situation, and I think you have to watch, too. I know the, the Broncos want Connor McGovern to take the right guard spot, but if it's not something he can handle, uh, that could be an interesting position where they're going to be some rotation there, too. So... I think that's one of the spots that, you know, maybe you can't lock down the job, but maybe you can lose it. The other guy that actually stands to be in a position like that, I don't think it's going to happen after one game unless it's horrendous, is Paxton Lynch, who uh, the Broncos absolutely want to be the backup. They, uh, performance aside, the Broncos want him to be the backup. Yes. That's what it is. And it, it means that he's got a lot of leeway. But if for some reason he goes out there and he's horrible – and Chad Kelly plays well, and you're going to see both of those guys a decent amount of time in this game when Case Keenum's not going to play very much, it becomes pretty fascinating. So I think Lynch is another guy that's at risk. That The money makes it a little tough to move on for him in this season, but could those positions flip? Yeah, maybe so. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch his preseason. Let's go back to the Darius Stewart thing, too, by the way, because you're talking about some people are saying, oh, they might move away. Here's why they won't. Let's just put that to bed right now. Okay, all right. If if the Broncos move away from Darius Stewart now, it's $8.7 million of dead cap money. His cap hit this year is only $5.9 million. If I'm the Broncos, I'm not spending almost an extra $3 million to not have Darian Stewart. Yeah. Darian Stewart is staying. Now, after this season, when they have an out in the contract, and it's $2.8 million in dead cap, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Broncos went away from him. But as for this year, why would the Broncos basically pay almost $3 million more to not have a guy they know is productive? Makes Dar- no sense. Darian Stewart's not going anywhere. And it's not like Darian Stewart is this guy who's just, you know, There's on the roster because of just a clear, veteran in the locker room. He's a starter. very good safety. Yeah, clear starter. Absolutely. Yeah. I never understood it either. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to check it out at MyLifeSports.com. All our previous podcasts that are previewing positions. And then, of course, we have player interviews, uh, coaches' interviews, talking about different stuff on the uh, podcast. And, of course, it's presented by Tap 14, 1920 Lake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. I know it's a football podcast, but how about them Rockies? They're in. You know, the, the running joke has always been, can the Rockies get us to August in training camp? Well, I tell you what, they're not only getting us there, they are pushing for a playoff spot. So go check out uh, post game, all that good stuff at Tap 14, which is right next door to Coors Field. That rooftop is terrific. The burgers and brats are there. Are, oh, just tremendous. And like I was talking about, Sean, the candied bacon. Personal favorite of mine. It is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me. And, of course, thanks to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Be sure to check them out, Pro Football Focus. Uh, They've got uh, all those great memberships and fantasy news for uh, your drafts that are coming up this weekend, next weekend, because that's basically all that happens in August on our weekends. Uh, Sorry, honey. We have fantasy. And then season kicks off, and uh, yeah, we'll do the uh, we'll do the uh, chores once uh, football season's over in February. No, so, you won't. Yeah, well, I don't have a lady, Sean, so I'm lucky. I get off for free. Oh, well, you fall have to free, do the chores. Fall free. Uh, so go check it out. Pro Football Focus. They got all kinds of great stuff over there. Pro Football Focus. dot com. Sean Drotar, our uh, host of the morning show on morning uh, mornings at fifty two eighty. My Life Sports Radio. Tell us, give us a little tidbit about the show. Little tidbit about the show. It's uh, when they tune in. What are you going to hear? Well, you're you're going to hear uh, a Nate kind of a jump from topic to topic about yes, things. Yes, our fearless leader. Nate. Yes, well, he'll, he'll bounce around the uh, the world of sports. Uh, T.J. Carpenter will be really cynical about all those sports. And He's then, old uh, man, right? And then I'll 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 give you a, a you your know, stats guy. The actual truth. Oh, the actual truth. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's my job on the show, Ryan. Okay. All right. I like it, Sean. I dig it. I dig it. Hey, to check out previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, whether it be player interviews, coaches' interviews, sound from the Broncos as we're, well, here at UC Health Training Center, be sure to do that at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Broncos Blitz podcast.